fan going real quick. Oh, must be nice to live with these modern conveniences of fans, electricity. I'm just out here in sticks, no power. Yep, it is a. Back with the third season, you're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's up, Night Shifters? We're back with another show. This is Chuck. I'm living off the grid today. <laughs> That's John, the universe's youngest Gen Xer. I'm and here we're, again. We're ready to do this. Yeah, man. Um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties leading into the show, but uh, we got it going now. My power went out. Yeah. Yeah. And I you're convinced it's Bigfoot already? I think it's Bigfoot because I don't hear cicadas. And, and that heard... indicates Bigfoot activity. Uh, yes. And my <laughs> mom just texted me and asked if my power was out. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough is. So I'm glad you texted me because that means we paid the bill. That, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it didn't forget. Yeah. yeah, you didn't forget this time. Uh, we got to talk about her later on in the show, man. Yeah, we do. She she's got a. Uh, she she found Chris. That's right. That's right. She's found the Almighty Chris. <laughs> But hey, we've got a uh, we've got a new segment we want to introduce to the night shifters this week. It's how we're planning on leading off every show uh, for the next while anyway, because every show we put out from now on is going to have football. Yes, the rest of the year. Yep. So the new segment is called football wrap up, and we're going to give you guys a quick rundown of the scores in high school, college and professional it's going to be very localized and uh, for very good reason. Look, we're homers. Yes. And we learned it from the best. Oh, absolutely, man. The, our, the, our parents had to be homers. You know, and, and, and I mean, you, you look at, and plus, you know, Larry Munson is the ultimate homer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Chip Carey, or Skip, not Chip, that's his son. Skip Carey was a homer. Skip Carey, definitely homer. I um, cannot stand Chip Carey. Uh, yeah, so we can't help but be homers. That's right. I thought I didn't know that that was a bad thing for years. I still don't think it is. I don't think it is either. You're getting paid by that organization to call their game. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing to be a home. I want my announcers and my players, I want everybody to be sold out for the city. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's how I feel when it comes to sports anyway. Like when you're when you're called a fan, if I'm going to call myself a fan, that's a fanatic. I'm going to go to fanatic levels, man. Yeah. yeah. So um, now what do we do with this segment, John? Now we kick it off. <laughs> This is the football wrap-up. We've had this awesome intro that John has put together that I have not heard. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to assume that it's awesome because John <laughs> did it. I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> um, so, we're, we're going to do – I'm going to hit some of the high school stuff. Yep. We're going to hit the college stuff together. Yep. And John's going to worry about the Falcons. There we go. All right, so we'll start with the big losers in Spalding County this weekend. All right, calling them out. Let's hear it. What are the scores? The Griffin Bears went to play Ola, Mm -hmm. and they lost. They lost so bad. Oh, tell me the score. Um, The the score was (laughs) – I just had it here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's not my alma mater, so you know. Yeah, the skull they they played Ola High School. 
Okay. They got a loss in their column now, and they lost zero to thirty-one. Ooh, that's a beating. That is a beating. That's From a beating. Ola, yeah, dude, Ola don't have any. That school ain't even twenty years old yet. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there ain't no history of that school. You know, and that's four A football, dude. That's pretty wild, man. I I hate that for your alma mater. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, they embarrassed. They embarrassed a lot of people. They they were getting a lot of hate on Facebook. <laughs> I don't doubt it, man. How did Spalding County fare? Spalding County also made the trip next door to Henry County, and they played. Um, they played Eagle Landing, Eagles Landing, which is Mary Beth's alma alma mater. Right. And they bested them forty-one to fourteen. Uh, Spalding County won. Yeah. Oh wow! So All right. It tends to flip back and forth on which it, it on which team is the best, and it's really weird that it does that. Do you think it's rigged? I don't think it's necessarily rigged, but I do know that there's kids that live on one side of the county that ought to be going to. One school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely for, like some high school recruiting going on. It's it's for, uh, well, we want to get a better education purposes. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Or you know, a lot of times, I bet schools now they'll like give the parents a job mm. because that that allows you to bring your child there. If your parent works at that school, you can bring your kid to school there. That is true. That is true. And if you're a, some of the employees of the like if you're depending depending on where you're at in the school system mm-hmm. you can pretty much pick and choose where your student goes in the school system really yes Ooh, see that gets a little dicey for me man that makes it easy for people to uh expose the system or, or, mm-hmm. or you know use the system yeah um so their next game will be Against Mary Persons. Okay. Uh, that'll be a good game. That's All always right. been a – that has always been a – Mary Persons always been tough. Tough people to play. Cool. So, Spalding County's got Mary Persons next. Spalding County's got Mary Persons and uh, – I don't even – I've never even heard of this team that Griffin's playing. It's the Warhawks. Don't know who that is. I have no idea who that is, man. Yeah, well, I, it don't even say on the logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> an independent high school team, I guess. So, oh, ain't no what, telling nowadays, man. What school did you go to? I went to Macintosh. Macintosh. So yeah. we will talk about that game. We because, will. Yeah, we're going to talk about that game this week, and the reason we're going to talk about it. Is because is they call it the battle for fifty four. Oh man, who was it? Uh, Fayette County High. Yes. Okay. Okay. How did it go? It went like this. I got to pull it back up because I wasn't planning on talking about it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I I didn't know they were playing Fayette County High right out of the gate, man. That's a that's generally not their first game. Right. So they they kicked off the season. With, um, with playing, playing against those Macintosh, Mac. Yeah, Macintosh High and Fayette County High. That's a rivalry, man. That's interesting that they get to start the season on a rivalry game. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, that you you know usually you're gonna put that rivalry at the end. Yeah, closer to the end at least. So we used to play Macintosh, and we used to play. It depending on the year. Ah, yeah. Stars Mill wasn't around yet when you were in school, right? Right. Yeah. But they're now they're one, two, three, four, five, six A. Really? Did I, did I count those A's right? One, two, three, four, five A, five A. Okay. Um. So, your alma mater. Yep. Won the Battle of Fifty Four this year. All right. Come on. What was the score? 37 to 24. So it was probably a very good game to watch. Sounds like it would be an exciting game to watch for sure. And they went up to Fayetteville and won it. 
Man, that's awesome. Congratulations, Chiefs. That's what I'm talking about, Big Chief. Or is it – yeah. Is that right when it says versus Fayette County? No, they played them at home, excuse me. So they won it at home, which is even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McIntosh versus Fayette County would be at home. Yeah, at Fayette County would be there. So that's cool, man. I'm, I'm happy for them, man. Way to go, Big Chiefs. All right, now we're moving into Charlie's old school. Yep. They won. They so they went. They they got a new coach this year. They tried to get Charlie to stay. And this is Trinity, right? This is Trinity of Griffin. Okay, Trinity of Griffin. Go ahead. They tried to get Charlie to stay. Charlie was like, "No, I got other things." Because because we you know you hear all the empty promises. Oh, we got we're gonna have a better team this year. Blah 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 blah. Yep. Um, but they actually they do have they did have a better team. Oh, cool. Well, um, how did they fare this weekend? They won their game. And if the stupid ticker thing would quit doing its thing, I would give you the score. (laughs) Man, you're going to have to write these down ahead of time. I know. Well, you know, I'm not a professional. (laughs) Well, it's our first time, so bear with us. Yes, this is our first time. (laughs) I actually... I didn't open the notes to like a while ago because I couldn't get them to download. You know how it does. Yes. Yeah. Occasionally they don't, they don't like to do right. So they face the Rangers of Fidelis Christian Academy or whatever. I mean, there's some weird. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Nope. That's not this week. Never mind. Nope. Got to wait on the tickets get, more. Get to week one. Dude, you got to love the professionalism of this show. <laughs> I mean, it's some of the best, right? Yeah, you know, we've been talking a lot about how to bring a better product to our listeners. And, and this ain't it. <laughs> One way is by bringing dead air, waiting on the little scroller um, to come across with the scores from this past weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we need is we need – we need a bunch of listens yeah, and a bunch of followers and a bunch of likes and all yeah. that good stuff so we could have a producer. <laughs> well, that's true. That would help us out a whole lot. That would help us out a whole lot. You know, um, the app that we use, Spotify for Podcasters, sent me a thing the other day saying that we can uh, – that our – that our listeners can subscribe to our podcast, meaning they can pay us money every month for it. Oh, really? Kind of like Patreon. Yeah, exactly, and um, and I thought that was interesting for all four of our listeners. Yeah, they all gave us a dollar. <laughs> yeah, dollar. man, it would only take us a, a little bit, a little oh, while to retire. I have found it. All right, what's the score from this past weekend for Trinity of Griffin? Twenty-eight to eight. They won. They won. Good for them. Who yeah. are they playing? They played the Knights. The the it don't give you the full name on this little ticker. Okay. So well, hey, congratulations to them. They won. That's a big deal. Yeah, one of Charlie's buddies called him up like on the way home from game. Like, we won, dude. And Charlie's like, Yeah, we did too. Nice. Oh, getting nice. That's cool to enjoy that together. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for, the game I paid the most attention to this weekend and probably still can't tell you everything that went on. <laughs> Skipstone traveled to Gainesville, Georgia, to play the Lanier Christian Lightning. Mm-hmm. This was, according to Charlie, the number one ranked team in their division, or whatever, okay. whatever they call it. The number one ranked team, and they went up there and played them in their house. And they played them in their house, and they beat them 62-43. to 43. Now, that score does not reflect how bad they beat them because we put in like our third string, there our fourth string. I don't know these guys. Most of them, I was bigger than. Yeah, yeah. There at the end, because coach didn't want to get anybody hurt. So, right. You know, because that's you know you gotta you gotta take care of them big guys. Yes. And uh, the four fans that they had left Ugh. cheered pretty loud when they got those Ugh. two or three more touchdowns. Oh, that's got to be so tough. The last few parents are just hanging around Dude, waiting for their boys. It looked like a Tennessee game. Oh, when, when UGA beat. is just demolishing them, yes. right? Yes, and the 
you look over there, it's like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> yeah, man, that is rough for them boys. Because what was the score at one point? Like 62 to 28 or something like yeah. that? Yeah, before we put in our our backup guys, it was 62-28. They were supposed to have the clock running. The mercy rule in that type of football is clock runs. Well, they didn't run it. Um, oh, man. There was some questionable calls all night. One of our coaches almost got thrown out. You're not saying there may have been some hometown bias in the uh, in the uh, in the refereeing, are you? Look, anytime when you're playing college high school football and you travel over an hour and a half, you're you're up against the wall already. You're going against there. local offici uh, offici uh, what do you call them? Officiates? Aficionado? No. No, 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 no. The officials. officiating team. Yeah, officials. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely uh, – you're right. You're up against the wall there. So, there were some questionable penalties called, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was some stuff called back. You know, it's just like – Oh, I you were to... telling me that. There was how many touchdowns called back? Two or three. My gosh, dude. Yeah, it would have been – it would have been over in the first half. Well, it was over in the first half. <laughs> but it would have been – and you know what's funny is that team scored first. Wow. They got lucky as they scored first and it <laughs> lighted, lit a fire under them boys. And, oh, man. Uh, well, dude, I want to know a little bit more specific about the game. How did your boy do? My boy did good. He he got, I think, I know he got three tackles on his own. I think he was part of five. Okay. That's uh, awesome. He played. He played with a lot of heart. Um, you could tell he enjoys the game. Yeah. Now, here's what's funny, though. And he was starting defensive tackle, correct? Starting defensive tackle as a ninth grader. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's pushing he's pushing six, over six foot now. Um, but here's what was funny. And I, I, me and Dad were talking about the game and, and him. We're talking about the game at lunch Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I – I said something about something, and I, you know me, I don't know. I'm not the best at football terminology. Sure. I just like watching the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Charlie goes, what's that mean? And I'm like, dude, you're out there playing the game. <laughs> I said, You've got to, so my, I've got to make him watch more football. Yeah. So he understands some of the terminology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you were using words he didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I just like playing it, Dad. <laughs> he told but, his mom Friday morning, he said, I'm going to put somebody's face on a shirt. Uh-uh. I said, what are you talking about? She said, what are you talking about? She said, you know how, like, when these people go to a family reunion and they've got R.I.P. aunt so-and-so because they died since the last family reunion? Oh. Uh. I'm putting somebody's picture on. Oh, man. Dude was out for blood. Dude, these coaches had them boys hyped up, huh? Fired up. You know, that coach, to paraphrase, said, it's not so much about the win, but it's about how bad you embarrass them. Woo. Woo, woo. There ain't no letting up in his game, huh? Make them boys be embarrassed to go to school Monday. Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking about a 62-point loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's hard to go back to school on Monday from. Yeah, man. Ugh. That's a rough spot to be in. I, now, your boy, your boy, he 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 was getting double-teamed the whole night by the other team, and then it yeah. sounds like he got double-teamed by a bunch of women afterwards, man, getting <laughs> pictures made with him. Dude. And there was line. They was lined up for him, dude. I had to get in line just take a picture with him after the game. That's wild, dude. He's got all these girls coming up to him already. Yeah. So uh, Mary Beth's been. She's a little stressed out. <laughs> well, he's about to give her something else to stress about because I'm ready for an Oxen Ford Racing update. Well, we got to finish the football wrap up, John. Uh oh. Oh, shoot, man. We man, do finish the wrap-up. You can't jump ahead like that. I you know. I'm just so excited about Charlie and everything he's got going on, man. about <laughs> what happens 
from now to the end of the year. That's right. College football every College weekend. football. Week zero starts this week. Yep. So we only have one SEC game technically this weekend, and that is Vanderbilt versus Hawaii. Is that even a game? <laughs> I would I mean, look on that game just because um, I've never been to Hawaii, but I've been to Tennessee. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've got – we do have some more SEC football um, August 31st, which I think is a Thursday, right? We've got Florida versus Utah, which Utah is actually ranked. So that might be a decent game. Um, and then we also have South Dakota versus Mizzou. Oh, that'll be interesting to see how Mizzou's playing. Yeah, so that those are both on Thursday night. And then the rest of them are taking place, you know, next weekend, man. We really don't have much to talk about in the ways of college football. We're just excited that it is back. Dude, do you know what is so cool to me? What's that? Little Chloe mm-hmm. does not know a world that the Georgia Bulldogs are not two-time national cha- two-time national defending champions. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. I grew up um, when was the Bulldogs' last win before the – 80, right, 1980? 80 or 81 somewhere. Yeah, I think I was – I was born in 88, so, like, it never even got talked about Georgia winning the championship, really, when I was growing up, man. Yeah. They, so, they had quit talking about that. Michigan was really hot. USC was really hot. There were so many other teams at that point. Yeah. I just think that's so cool that she don't know a world. Right. Where they don't announce the Georgia Bulldogs as your two-time defending national champion. <laughs> I mean, she won't remember this, but it's true. That will be her, at least her first year. And I will be telling her that for the rest of her life. <laughs> what if she go? What if they go for a three-peat, man? Dude, they are going to go through. It's going to happen. You, they'll make the playoffs, right? They're making the playoffs. I think so, too. I think that's a safe bet. To say that the Georgia Bulldogs will make the playoffs, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Um, you want to move I, into some professional? Let's let's hit on that professional because I think the Falcons have a game, what, Thursday? Uh, they have a game Thursday this week. Yep. yep. Um, so, right now, it's still preseason uh, football for the NFL. The Falcons won their first uh, preseason game against the Dolphins, 19-3. to No one really cares. It's preseason. They tied their second week um, last Friday against the Bengals, 13-13. to um, So, yeah, they've got the Steelers this Thursday. It is their last preseason game, and we can kick off the official season for the Falcons, I think, two weeks almost after that. Yeah, because like, they take the week of college start off. The I think so, yeah. Course. And the – yeah, with the newest bargaining agreement with the Players Association, I think they, they trimmed it down to only three preseason games, and, you know, they're playing like 17 regular season games now. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to see what the Falcons do. I'm excited about their revamped offense, their revamped defense. I think they, could, they have a really good chance of taking the division, but that's not saying much. So, <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, we never thought for a long time that Georgia was going to win that national championship. That's true, man. I mean, we we I was very guilty of thinking Kirby was fizzling out like Mark Rick did. Oh, you thought he was going to take that pat- pattern? I thought he was going to fizzle out for sure. Huh. Well, I tell you this, I will be watching the Falcons a little bit closer this year. Um simply because we've got D Alford on there and he is a Spalding County High School alumni. Yeah, you were telling me about this guy. What position does he play? Do you know? Cornerback. Awesome, man. Um I'm really looking forward to seeing him on the field. Do you, do you think he's is he going to start? I'm not sure if he's a starter yet or not. I know he uh I think he got an interception and a touchdown in one of the preseason games. He's a pretty young-looking cat, dude. I just looked him up. Born November 5th, 1997. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I don't know how he ended up from going from Mississippi to Griffin. But, <laughs> um, well, that. he's got one interception and 16 tackles already in his professional career, so he's doing something. Yeah, yeah. 
that's great, man. I'm glad to hear it, dude. I hope he is a uh, I hope he's a great addition for the Falcons. They've got a new look defense that I'm really excited about, man. Again, uh, I'm ready to see what they do this year. Yeah, it's always fun to watch somebody that's from your area. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah. It, that's what I used to think about with Calvin Johnson. He grew. He was from um, Sandy Creek High School from the same time I went to McIntosh. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what disappointed so many people about that Griffin High loss this weekend is because at one point we have uh, – I can't find the article. I looked for it this weekend. But Spalding County as a whole has produced at one point more – NFL players than any other county in the country. Yes, you've claimed this statistic before. We're gonna have to try to we're gonna have to try to uh, locate that and and verify. And you know it don't it's not hard to do because there's so many counties in the country. Right. Yeah. 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 So absolutely. It's not a crazy wild statistic, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you take that heritage of Griffin's football. And then you go get stomped in the face by a team that ain't even twenty years old yet. Um, you're gonna have a lot of people mad at you. Yes, I don't think that coach makes it through the season unless he turns it around. He'll be gone. Wow, they fired coaches in Griffin halfway through the season before. Man, that high school ain't playing around. No, they don't play around, dude. What what else is there in this town? Well, that's true. That's true. We See, all we got is high school sports. I can't, yeah, it's hard to relate to that, man. Our our uh, our football team sucked so bad at McIntosh when I went there. We really it, we didn't care about it all that much. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. We couldn't hardly get people to go to the games. It was awful. Really? Oh, it, they were so bad, man. They lost all the games. All right, so you ready? For all right, so Josh, you ready for a Hawks Ford racing update? Sure enough, am. All right, there ain't much to update. Okay. What do we got going on? Um, we don't have a – we were hoping to start this past weekend. Um, uh, but um, we had to change – we're going to change – we're changing some things on the car. Mm-hmm. I spent Saturday making this bracket and welding this bracket on just to find out that I didn't make it deep enough. Oh, no. So – then I cut it back off, and after the podcast, I'm going to make the bracket again. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So you're in those detailed phases, though. Yeah, but this is something I should have already had done, but I didn't realize. You know, it's a learning process with these cars sometimes, and they're going to race for a long time. So if we don't make it this year, um, you know, it, it's sad, but it's, sometimes that's how it falls. When is the racing season officially over? November. Oh, okay. Mid-November. I mean, we still got time to hit the track. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you guys will be out there this year. We're going to try. We're going to try. I feel like you guys will be. I, I'll have the confidence for you this week. How about that? All right. <laughs> Are we, we ain't going to try to throw anything together. You know what I mean? We want a good product when we hit the yeah. track. So. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. I mean, you want, especially with your boy out there racing in it, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, John. Yes. You say the BLT does not get the credit it deserves. Yes, I do. I think the bacon lettuce tomato sandwich is one of the most underrated sandwiches of our generation. Probably ever. I think the BLT is a sandwich that they forgot to put the hamburger and cheese on. (laughs) <laughs> no man you, you you've never had a blt and you were just like golly this is great i've had a blt before but i've never been like wow i just want a half of a sandwich <laughs> no man you gotta put plenty of bacon on that thing you gotta make it into a full sandwich yeah but it's still missing the hamburger <laughs> or or the chicken filet <laughs> Oh, you can you whatever as long as long as there's another protein on there. Yes, it's just making a and I love bacon. In fact, yes. I have lost a pack of bacon in the house. <laughs> what? And I can't figure out what to do with it. 
How did you lose a pack of bacon in the house? If I knew how I lost this pack of bacon, it would not be lost. So, you know, you go to Sam's and you buy the, you know, it's always a two pack, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take your word for it. All right. So you cut it in half. You put one in the refrigerator and one in the downstairs freezer. So you have it when you're ready. Okay. I can't find the one that I kept out. <laughs> your dog's got that thing, man. No, man. I don't know. I don't know where it's at. It's supposed to be in the refrigerator. I've took that thing apart looking for it. Charlie took it. I'm wondering if he took it and gave it to some girl. Like, look, I'm bringing home the bacon. I'm bringing home the bacon, woman. Um, I don't know where this pack of bacon is. <laughs> that, that, um, and it's got me upset because it's that real thick cut bacon. Was it rights or whatever? Yeah, stuff. right cut bacon. Yeah. Yeah, the kind you keep in your wallet or whatever. Yeah, it's such a good bacon. <laughs> But like we're I on Bacon where... Watch 2023 now, man. Bacon... We've moved from Baby Watch to Bacon Watch. Bacon Watch 2023. <laughs> Look, it's in the ha- it's somewhere, okay. So what I think I got to do is I think I got to go down to the freezer downstairs and actually put the one that I can find in my hand, and then clean out the rest of the freezer. Look through the rest of the freezer. Make sure I'm not looking at because they're identical packs, right? Sure. I've got to come up with a strategy on how to find this bacon. Well, I, I can't, I can't get past the fact that you don't like BLTs, man. Well, I like, look, it's weird. Okay. I like lettuce, mm-hmm. tomatoes on my salad, mm-hmm. bacon bits in my salad and croutons in my salad. Mm-hmm. Don't like BLTs. <laughs> Well, okay. Do you like a bacon, egg, and cheese? I mean, I'll eat a bacon, egg, and cheese, whatever. And that's enough protein for you. Um, and then, but a lot of times I don't have the cheese put on it because okay, I, so, I feel like cheese clashes with your jelly. Oh, you're you're the kind of jelly person. I don't. I, if I get the cheese, I eat them dry. Right, because you don't need the lubrication because you got the cheese on it. Yes, but like if I go order a Sausage egg and sausage and egg, ham and egg. Yeah, something like that. You got to have jelly. I'm going to put jelly on it. Um, And do you know how hard it is to make these people at Chick-fil-A understand that you just want a sausage and egg biscuit? (laughs) No, I don't. It's very difficult. (laughs) I believe you. I believe you. I believe it's a struggle. The struggle is real, man. The struggle is real. Man, what you should do is just start eating BLTs. I tell you what, when you find that lost package of bacon, you make that BLT, and you stack it high with bacon. Have you ever had a fried green tomato BLT? No. Dude, I have. So you do like a BLT. That's not your traditional BLT. (laughs) That does sound really good. I might have to try that. This is how you make a fried... So you got to have a fried green tomato. Yes. I you got to have a big, better boy tomato slice. Right, right. Sliced about a quarter inch thick and fry that puppy. Then you put the bacon on there. Mm-hmm. Then you put a little bit of lettuce on there. Mm-hmm. And then you don't put mayonnaise on it. You put ranch on it. Ooh, I see where you're going with that. I can And get- if you really want to make it golden... <laughs> You toast the bread. <laughs> you no bread toasted is a must. I don't want it sticking to the roof of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. With them types so, of sandwiches, especially. But still, you, I feel like you should have a hamburger patty on it. <laughs> the way you talk about food, sometimes, ma'am, you make it sound <laughs> so good. Speaking of good, this is not a paid endorsement. Okay, but I ate at Guthrie's for supper last night. Oh, yes, you did. Go ahead and let the listeners know about it. Um, you can skip Raising Cane's. Okay. Find the Guthrie's. There's more of them in Georgia anyway. And go ahead and eat that. Okay. Because it predates Raising Cane's and it predates Zaxby's. And their their sauce is very similar. Okay. But it's a little sweeter. And oh. 
their breading is not as salty. Interesting. And their prices are a whole lot better. Re- yeah, you were telling me um, that you got chicken tenders, fries, side uh, something, drink, all that for like ten bucks, right? Yeah, right around ten bucks. So yeah. can't beat it. Can't beat that. It it, it kept me full. Yeah. Well, a foot-long starving. sandwich costs $10 now, man. They ain't got no – they ain't Dude, hardly got no $5 footlongs left. I went in and bought three – four footlongs the other day at Subway. Yep. And it's almost $40. I tell you, man. I'm telling you. It's rough life, man. That's this, no uh, chips, no nothing else. I know. I know. What are we going to do, Chucker? Well, we could laugh about it. We can. We can. That Well, that's about all we can do right now we, uh, until November. Until November. What's going to happen in November? Next November. What's next November? Election. Oh, election. You think that'll help the price of chicken wings? <laughs> no. Okay, so no, I, I saw don't. something <laughs> I have not seen before this weekend. All right, I'm ready for it. Uh, You probably don't travel this route, so you might not know. You're coming down I-75 and you come on to Terra Boulevard. Okay. Can you picture yourself there? Yes. There's that Texaco gas station that's got the big billboard that's always got the fuel prices on it. Yes. Unleaded three ninety nine, diesel three ninety nine. No way. Yes. Never seen that. Never seen them at the same price before. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Yeah. Man, it's getting up there, dude. Yeah. So I'm missing them dollar eighty two days. Dude, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are in your big old truck. <laughs> um, so this weekend, I introduced my mom to the comedian John B. Christ. And I like to say to John B. because that's how he's got it on his social medias. Okay, okay, I got you. John John Christ, I love it. He's John a Christ. hilarious comedian. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've listened to his work before. Great very, guy. Very clean. Yep. Christian guy. Yep. He He's... So I started her off with a bit about um, TV shows they couldn't watch, you know, kids couldn't watch or whatever growing yes. up in a Christian household. And then I told her, I said, so I said, he's got a special is on YouTube if you want to look that up. So I go up to her house Saturday and she's like, I put that special on and cleaned house while I was listening to it. He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah because he's speaking right to her yeah then she goes but he's a little edgy yeah no she did not say that <laughs> no she did not say it's that like he's a little edgy no your mom is so funny your mom's so funny and you know that guy would love to hear that <laughs> oh that that is perfect that's exactly what he's going for He's a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> the clean, one of the cleanest comedians, the cleanest you, can comedians you can find. That you could just turn loose with your kids and you wouldn't have to worry about anything. Right, right. Well, that's that's one of the things I've really enjoyed about Nate Bargatze as well, man. He's totally clean and absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I, you know, you can you get that. It's weird how you get that ebb and flow of uh, co- comedy. Sure. Cosby did it for a long time, right? Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) I know he's not fun to talk about. He was drugging people the whole time, but... Well, okay, okay. Is that Now, I wonder if his drug drinks are going to taste as bad as your banana ketchup that you're going to have to eat. All right, now we're going to an ad break. Hey, Night Shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. All right, Chucker, so now we are back, and we're finally going to talk about government cheese. We were supposed to talk about it last week, but we didn't get to it, man. Ain't there a song that's got government, something about government cheese in it? More than likely. I'm just not familiar with it. Well, you keep on telling me about it. <laughs> All right, you look up that song. Um, so the story of government cheese 
goes back a long ways. It goes all the way back to prohibition, actually. Um, when prohibition was enacted and all of the bars had to close down because alcohol could no longer be served, the majority of those bars opened back up as ice cream bars so that they could at least stay in business, okay? Correct. That's where Sunday come from. That's right. So they started selling all kinds of ice cream, which ramped up dairy production in the United States, right? We started having to milk a ton of cows and bring a ton of milk and, and dairy products uh, to the market. So huge influx in the dairy market. Well, what happens, of course, prohibition goes away. All those um, or the majority of those bars go back to being alcohol bars and getting you know more people in the door alcohol is way easier to sell than ice cream I mean, uh, well i don't know they're both probably the same as far as addiction goes yeah but uh, <laughs> anyway um so a lot of these bars open back up selling alcohol so there's this huge influx in dairy and nowhere for it to go so what the u.s government did was they formed a nonprofit um organization basically which is funded by the government so the nonprofit doesn't even have to ask for funding from anybody and it's called um the dmi the dairy management incorporated i believe is what it's called i hope i'm remembering that correctly this is all off the top of my head again okay i forgot to look this up before the show thank you man i know um but so so the dairy uh, dairy management incorporated um they're basically just buying up all of the excess dairy from the farmers. Okay. They're buying up every bit of it. Um, and they're making it into cheese so that it can store longer and, and they can save it and all kinds of stuff. So the government starts stockpiling cheese by the time Reagan came into office. We had like apparently 500 million pounds of cheese. Holy cow. In reserve. As a government. And that's where we saw the, the huge rise in government cheese in like the 80s and 90s, like the late 80s and 90s. You remember? Yeah. So Reagan actually had a press conference where he held up a huge five pound block of this cheese. And he told the American people, hey, we're paying a ton of money in refrigeration cost every single day just to keep this cheese cool and in good condition. We need to start getting rid of it. Uh, we need to not buy it from these dairy farmers anymore. The dairy market needs to readjust. And the American people did not like that idea. The American people actually shot it down. Really? And so we just kept on buying it until today. We, we now have 1.5 billion pounds of cheese in storage today. The U.S. government does. Wow. That's a lot of cheese, John. That's a whole lot of cheese, man. The dairy production, the excess dairy production was so out of control, Chuck, that we had these these ice cream boats during World War II. Have you ever heard of those things? No, I have not. Tell me about okay, ice so, cream boats. This sounds awesome. <laughs> so they, they had ice cream boats out in the Pacific. Well, they weren't actually boats. They were technically barges because they weren't self-propelled. Okay. But they were these humongous boats and they had only ice cream on it so we wound up feeding the soldiers during world war ii alone we wound up feeding the soldiers the equivalent of eleven thousand elephants worth of ice cream we're talking tons and tons and tons of ice cream we fed our soldiers because the dairy production was so large that don't even make sense it doesn't, right? Like that's like, crazy to think those, about. Those numbers are just <laughs> you're you're in a war. It's like, hey man, here's your ice cream sandwich. Yeah, yeah, dude. You just got this floating barge of ice cream. <laughs> like, and we had multiple of those. There wasn't just one. Like the, there was many of them. It, it was it's pretty pretty remarkable. So the dairy production was so high that when Taco Bell came into business. The federal government convinced Taco Bell to offer a quesadilla to its customers. And the government would supply the cheese for the quesadilla. They, they, the, the federal government is the reason why we have quesadillas at Taco Bell now. Wow. They've even, the federal government even propped up Pizza Hut. If anybody remembers 
Pizza Hut's um, Summer of Cheese. It happened during the 90s. Yeah. Well, that was because of the federal government. What? Pizza Hut was losing all kinds of money. They were about to go out of business, and the federal government said, hey, stop. Before this gets any worse, have this summer of, or, you know, I'm sure they got with their marketing execs. They said, we'll give you the cheese, man. You ain't got to go out of business. Don't spend money on cheese. We'll give it to you. Stay in business, Pizza Hut. We need you. And so they offered this summer of cheese event and it ramped up their customer base again. And they offered a cheesier pizza and people liked it. I'm inclined to think that might be where the stuffed crust pizza came from. I don't have any facts to back that up. Well, I don't that have that stuffed crust pizza. It'll stop you up. Dude, I think that's where the stuffed crust pizza came from. They, the federal government did the same thing with Domino's. Domino's was going out of business. So the federal government came to him and said, hey, we will, we will ramp up all the cheese you want. And Domino's rebranded. They started saying that they had uh, altered their, uh, their recipes. They offered a cheesier pizza now with real cheese and all this stuff. That was the federal government so, coming in and helping Domino's stay in business. So the pizza of my childhood was basically a government conspiracy. Not even a conspiracy. Okay. So not that, even a conspiracy. Like, this is all published data. You can go look it up. There's that, a nonprofit right now called Dairy Management Incorporated or something along those lines. It's DMI or MDI, okay. one of the two. Let's go down this pizza rabbit hole for a second. Okay. Do you remember how bad pizzas got? Yeah. Like, for the store-bought, the, the, the big the big company pizzas yeah the chains like the chains you yeah. could yes during the 90s man um i feel like once all the baby boomers had kids and they were taking them to chuck e cheeses and there was little caesars and cc's and all these places popping up they were all junk man so then the government gets involved the cheese is probably even worse for you then yeah and then the little mom and pop places start gaining steam again yeah ma'am and that made you enjoy a good pizza better good pizza a quality pizza just like what happened with beer through that same time period you Mm. know you had your big box beers budweiser coors those big beers and now you've got all the millennials with their craft beer and baby gen xers with their craft beers Absolutely, man. The craft beer market is out of this world. Coffee? Coffee markets the same way. It all went through that same phase, and that's so weird to me. Well, you know, Chuck, one thing I learned about when I went on a deep dive about, like, um, gosh, you, you, like all the um, like the Barry Seal stuff, right? All the trafficking of cocaine to the, yeah, to the Conga and the transferring of arms and stuff. That was all – most of that was done under the guise of United Fruit. Yes. You know, I mean, a lot of our industries are really layered in some nasty stuff. What do you think? You think our industry is? What? The industry that we're in. Do you think we're in some stuff like that? The automotive industry or the logistics industry? The logistics industry. Uh, Yes. Ours in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think there's a reason why some companies are able to have a larger presence in in countries. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why they're they're, there that these countries will allow certain companies into their country. Right. Like, what's the incentive? What do you what do you you know what I mean? Right. And remember what we delivered? Yeah. Recently? No. Oh, the vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, rolling out all the vaccines. And you can also take it to the point of, um, you know, what government operation uh, operatives are working under the guise of these companies that are moving into these countries. Well, look at all these CEOs that have uh, CIA t- ties. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that happens a lot. Look at all the media outlets that have CIA and FBI ties. Yeah. You know, uh, I think I, I think there was a report that. recently that 31 different journalists from mainstream media were at one point in time informants for the CIA or FBI. Holy cow. 
31 journalists have informed to the CIA or FBI from mainstream media. That's insane. Yeah, that's a big number. So when you're when you're going out to these foreign countries and you just claim journalists, journalists, don't shoot me. Yeah, man. But you're actually a double agent, man. And then we wonder why reporters or, or journalists get killed when they're out there. Yeah. You know, because we're we are two timing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got to right. love our government, man. So that was the uh, that was the thing on government cheese. I never knew anything about it. I just remember people talking about government cheese. I remember, I think we had government like powdered milk at one point at my house uh-huh. when I was really, really, really young, but we didn't really have any of those. Uh, we never really got any help from the government in that way when I was a kid. Thanks. Well, that's because you got all that stuff from CDC that they were testing. Yeah, exactly. They were pumping my dad full of all the test vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> that was his reward. Dude, and he'll, t- dude, he'll tell me about it too. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. They would jab that guy up every year. With, really? Oh, yeah, man. Jab oh, him wow. up every year with all kinds of stuff. He wouldn't even ask about it. Like, <laughs> they just get him programmed, brother. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. just get these people programmed where it's like, yeah, just another day walking down this line, getting jabs in my arm. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> it um, is, right? All right, so you know the wick cheese? Yes. The real good, good wick cheese. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Like the craft wick single slices wick cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wick approved, baby. I know that label. Is that government cheese? Could you imagine? Imagine the craft family and how much money they have, right? Yeah. Imagine. And the and government is supplementing them. Yeah, and they're like, "Look, you just package this. We'll give it to you." It's, and that's yeah. how they—that's how Robert Kraft gets all of his money. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how this guy winds up making out uh, like that. And like, my what? other question is: this cheese that's in these caves. Yeah. Is it, does it not expire? Oh, yeah. Plenty of it is getting moldy and all that stuff. And okay. we're still paying. I think right now we're paying well over a million dollars in refrigeration for our cheese. Okay. And 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 so we are storing it properly. We're apparently um, using refrigeration and all that stuff. But um, it still goes moldy after a while. Like st- cheese still molds. Like, um, and I'm also, it's, it's ringing a bell with, you remember all the cornfields that were getting burned? The government was like, yeah, we'll pay you for them, but you got to get rid of your crops first because we don't need all that corn. Right. It kind of reminds me of that. Like, I wonder if they've done that with the dairy farmers at this. As a matter We're, of fact, I, I cow. someone saying that they had all of their all of their dairy uh, cows murdered one time. Well, there used to be a big dairy out here near me. Mm-hmm. And he switched over to like Angus. Ah, being being a beef producer. Yeah. Interesting. Which I think yeah. is probably cheaper for him. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know what the difference in upkeep is between a beef cow and a dairy cow. Well, the food you feed them is probably very similar because they are cows. But the equipment required to process them is different. Oh, I would imagine. When you're done with these dudes, you just put them on a trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, he puts them on a trailer and sends them to the next guy. Oh, he's sending the whole cattle. Yeah, yeah, he's not processing the beef. Wow, okay, well, that might be a lucrative market. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it's interesting that he made his turn from dairy. I, I, I'd be interested to talk to a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, for, for years, I mean, years. And he still calls it Ruck, Ruck's Dairy out there. Wow. But, dude, if you talk to him, you'd get an earful. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, dude, you want to talk government programs and with the – agriculture stuff and all that stuff yeah that's one to talk to oh man i'll have to look into him i i I will call him man we have had uh quite the show already are you ready to move into this week in history let's do it oh it was a there's a band called government cheese oh there you go band called government cheese all right this week in history pulling it up 
All right, I picked one day out of this week um, to go through because there's several things we got, um, and I'll just read them off real quick and let you hear them. Here we go. In 2006, Plu- oh, oh, and this is August 24th. Did I say that? Nope. Okay, August not. 24th. In 2006, Pluto is downgraded to a dwarf planet. Yeah. Uh, so no longer considered a planet. Hur- in 1992, Hurricane Andrew makes landfall in Florida. It caused $26.5 billion in U.S. damages, caused 65 deaths, and felled 70,000 acres of trees in the Everglades. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I just wanted to bring up Hurricane Andrew because of Hurricane Hillary hitting that's, right now. <laughs> that, that's also where we got the Python problem from. It is part of partially, 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 for sure, for sure, partially. Now, in 1991, I found this one really interesting. Mikhail Gorbachev resigns as head of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, and the U- Ukraine declares its independence from the USSR. All right. So that kind of ties into recent events as well. And last but not least, I think this will be last. I think that's all. I, this is all I'll probably want to cover. Okay. Um, baseball commissioner uh, A. Bartlett Giamatti bans Pete Rose from baseball for gambling. One of the, I, I don't like baseball commissioners. <laughs> you don't like the commissioners. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not real happy about that one. Oh, also, I did want to uh, – another weird, interesting thing that happened on this day. So much happened on this one day. 1981, Mark David Chapman sentenced to 20 years to life for murdering former Beatles band member John Lennon. Oh. Why couldn't it have been Yoko? Dude, have you heard that uh, recording with, of Chuck, Chuck Berry, Berry playing with him? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Have you watched the video of it? Yeah. It's so bad. He's sitting there looking at her like she is crazy. She is crazy. <laughs> You're right. She is. He was looking at her completely but accurate. She's still alive. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. Look, you got some memes for me, dude? Dude. All right, ma'am. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up this meme now. All right. Pulling it up, pulling it up. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we, what we have is a screenshot of the projected path of Hurricane Hillary, and uh, it's got Hillary Clinton's head right up there at the uh, head of the storm there, and uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's her reaction to Trump, I think. Right? Isn't that like a, a a a picture of her from her reactions of Trump? Yeah, it was definitely from the campaign. Yeah, I think maybe even from the debate stage, I feel like, man. Yeah. It was such a classic meme, dude. I love that face on Hillary. It's so good. It it really makes me um it really makes me happy and it makes me uh pray for Jesse Ventura out there in the Baja. He's in the Baja. Yeah, Baja, Mexico. John, this is the laughing matter. There's areas that's getting up to 4 inches of rain in California. Oh my goodness. What are they going to do? I don't know. Four inches of rain. John, four inches of rain. Man, it sounds like life or death. And it's flooding out there over four inches of rain. Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. How, I wonder why the soil just doesn't soak it up or like, what's the deal? Well, they got too much concrete. Is their water table already so high? No, it's a desert. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, and they said, some said it will help Lake Mead. Some say it won't. Well, I guess we'll find out. When is that? Uh, it's supposed to be over this evening, right? Pretty much. It'll be moved all the way through. Yeah, I think it's, uh, we'll just do a tropical update right now because we need to be watching a couple of these storms. That's, That's right. Because I think Sunday we had three more named storms. Oh, my gosh. So we have a total of one, two, three name storms and a tropical rainstorm is currently over um, Port Mansfield, Texas. 
Wow. Yeah. What are the names of the hurricanes? Emily. Mm-hmm. Franklin. Mm-hmm. Gert. Dirt? Gert. G-E-R-T. Gert. Oh, I'm terrified of that one. That one sounds scary. That sounds like the big mean guy in a Austin Powers movie. Yes, it does. That's exactly what it sounds like. Gert. He's the, he's the evil guy from Austin Powers. <laughs> Do I have power back yet? I don't know. I don't have power. Dang. I'm glad I got a gas oven. (laughs) Huh. I'm glad I washed my work clothes beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just realized that I was so involved in this podcast (laughs) that I did not realize. You still don't have have power. Man, that's good. You were so you were dialed in. Yeah, I was dialed in. I was like, I was supposed to go work on a race car. (laughs) Just every other day. (laughs) 